When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to UFO Paranormal Radio Network and United Public Radio Network, or just UPRN, on 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, and you are listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I am one of your hosts, and I will introduce my awesome friend and co-host in just a sec. We do a few housekeeping things here. Um, I see people are in the chat already. Thank you for hanging in there. Um, my name is Laura Lee Potvin. I am the co-host of this show and the host of my own show, The Angel Rock, on Mondays from 7 p.m., sorry, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on this show, Eastern Standard Time. And again, that's on Mondays. I'm a Canadian um, spiritual psychic medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, and mentor. I'm a registered nurse. I'm also a budding animal communicator, well-versed in the paranormal, um, shared our story on the Travel Channel's Paranormal Survivor. And uh, what else do I want to say? There was something else I was, oh, and I'm well-versed in near-death experiences. I knew that would, would eventually pop up here. Um, what else do I want to say? I'm kind of discombobulated. Hey, I'm going to say, what did we forget? I've been fighting off this darn cold all week, mm -hmm. and it just decided to rear its ugly head again with a vengeance today. I know. And if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. Tell all your friends and family. We have something for everybody on this network. Um, we've got, we stream seven days a week, multiple shows daily. And when we're not streaming live, this network's been around for 25 plus years. So the archive server randomly jumps in and picks shows to stream. So it's, we are always live. So there's something, like I say, there's something for everyone. So tell everybody you know, and the more the merrier, right? We'd love to have them join us over here. Also, if you want to join in the chat, we're going to say hi to everybody in just a moment. Um, if, and if you know, if you've been to this show and my show, The Angel Rock, you know they're both very audience participative. So we love to have you be part of the show. So if you want to join in that way, the place is to go because our audience around the world, and yes, UPRN does broadcast in every country around the world. How cool is that? Um, you And our audience there is 80% uh audio only so if you want to join in the chat where you can head over to is ufo paranormal and united public radio on youtube and facebook we're streaming to david's youtube channel the spirit experience as well as his group on facebook the spirit experience we're streaming to my profile which is uh, laura lee potman we're also streaming to my instagram profile which is under the angel rock 1508 so if you're on instagram we're not ignoring you i promise it's just they don't you haven't quite figured out on Streamyard yet how to integrate Instagram's chat into the regular chat where we're streaming. So I'll try and pop back and forth there to say hi to y'all over there. Also, there was something, oh, I know we are on, we have our own 
uh, TV channel for this network. It's Roku. So how you can watch this on your own TV is you're going to go to the channel store and you're going to go and look for, you're going to type in UFO space P as in paranormal. There's a drop down list. We're about the third or fourth one down. You're looking for UFO space paranormal and United Public Radio. And that's us. And many of the shows on the network do stream over there. So check it out. There's some great content there. Okay. I think I remembered everything and over to my amazing co-host, David. I think you got pretty much everything too. By the way, you guys, if you do go ahead and watch us on TV because it, with our big old faces and high D it's going to scare the heck out of you. Yeah. Um, so my name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium. I also have a lot of the things that, um, <coughs> Laura Lee does as well. I'm also a near death, um well i'm an experiencer i'm not as studied i don't study them as much or i have been as a toddler i just don't remember yeah. but i have studied them professionally and personally yeah, she, studied, yeah she studies them more i just had it i was pretty much good with that um <laughs> well i have and, been there when someone's had a near-death experience as a nurse yeah, oh yeah the shared yeah the shared the shared experience yeah. is really yes. cool we'll talk about that one day on this show maybe tonight maybe some other time but it's a very long it's a beautiful thing actually it's not spooky at all it might they're um they're tweaking my ears right now um it, um thank you um so anyway oh my god what are you doing here um go ahead go ahead for oh, me. you want me to go ahead okay yeah. i was check just checking instagram so let's start saying hello to everybody we got a bunch of people over here we love when you're here so we've got diane brighton she says hi everyone happy leap day yes it is leap day today every other year it's march the first except every fourth year we have a february 29th i always think of people babies that are born on that day <laughs> what day do you choose for Day, February 28th or March the 1st. I guess you got either choice. Yeah, and right. People knew that when they had that baby. I'm sorry I had to stop for a minute. You guys, I was um my I had the highest pitch noise that went through <coughs> excuse me my head for a minute and I'm like paying attention and I heard like so many voices all of a sudden. I know that sounds weird, but I just heard a lot of it. It wasn't scary or nothing. I was like, wait, why are you here? That's why I said, why are you here? I'm like, what are you doing here? Um, you know what? I was before I came on though, I was um I was I was doing I did like some really cool readings this morning that were really nice. And I had was having a kind of crappy day, kind of throwing everything off. And before we came on, I was sitting here just kind of chatting with my guides like I do talking out loud. And I wasn't getting much response. And then just now, all the response started coming in. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was weird. Better late than never. Guys. Yeah, um, I'm also a spiritual medium, obviously, and, and kind of strange right now. Um, if you'd like to know more about me, you can go to my website, thewhispertome.com. Anyways. Well, let's keep on you saying hi to everybody. So we've got yeah. JK 37 Paranormal Investigations, or Jonathan Keyworth. Okay. He's got his own show on Tuesdays you guys can check out. I also, for, I'm going to mention it now before I forget too. You know who's coming on the Angel Rock on Monday night? Yeah. Howie O'Dell. So that should be pretty cool. Howie O'Dell. Here, the Rift Network, 
Yes, Rift Nation Network. So we've got Sandra Sharp here. Hang on. Come on. You got to move down. Uh, Nicole Thomas Ryan. We got Kaysen. He's over in Sri Lanka. He says hi, Laura and Dave. Got Kathy Hanley Little. Hi, all. Dylan Robinson from he says, Hey guys, Dylan's got halfway paranormal. He's got a podcast with that. And he's on TikTok too. Let's see who else have we got here. Let me see. Everybody's saying hi to each other. We love that you guys do this. Nicole says, I watch on my phone and on my TV at the same time. Phone to comment and YouTube to TV to see you better. Oh, God. I'm up closing uh, personal. You know what, Nicole? I didn't know that because I don't usually watch TV. But my partner was away at camp. He was supposed to be gone. It's the No Moms Allowed weekend. It turned into huh. almost week but i just realized that i had youtube on and i had my phone in my hand and they said would you like to comment on your phone and watch on your tv so it was pretty cool well that is cool yeah so contessa martin says hi dave you did a reading for me that i won on uh carrie lynn's show so let's give carrie lynn a shout out so carrie lynn shellhorn she says she's gonna try and hop pop in tonight i feel so bad i've it's the end of the month for me so i go stock up i get paid once a month so in between everything else i was trying to run around pick up groceries not so much today but yesterday and i just behind on my messages so if you've messaged me forgive me so carrie lynn shellhorn has spirit switchboard on friday from 6 to 8 p.m eastern standard time she just got here. Oh, did she? I'm not at the yeah. comments. I'm down there, so you, give her a shout out. Here. Her, ears, her. her ears must be ringing. So you guys check her out. She's an amazing medium, paranormal investigator, and I just absolutely adore her. So you guys check her out, and she's here now. So we've got halfway paranormal. I just said that with Dylan. Now Dylan popped in through YouTube. We oh yeah. boy. We someone here uh louisa in cantalupo i hope i said that right welcome i haven't seen your name before have you david no hi louisa welcome if you're new welcome we've got jackie lane she says hi um and carrie lynn says hey i just got here like you saw already dave she says divine timing that's what it is Hang on. Uh, and Howie Odell. I was just talking about Howie Odell because Howie Odell is going to be on the Angel Rock this coming Monday. So, and he also, like David said, has the Rift Nation Network and his own show, uh, The Orion Effect, which David and I have been on. And Louisa says, yes. And she said, you have thanks. So this is our first time here. So welcome. Did I hit everybody up? I think I did. If I missed you, shout us out again and let us know so we can say hello. Yeah. So I went and downloaded a few spooky, crazy things. Says, oh, Woohoo, Howie. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because Howie's going to be working. Um, uh, can I comment on Howie real quick? Howie, right. I wanted to ask you, and we can talk about this sometimes. Have you heard of the Angels of Orion? Um, and then there's... <laughs> They call it, I, and I think it's there's there's like the black lights uh, or black light of Orion and the white light of Orion. Not saying that, and it's not in in the meaning that black being dark, like like you know negative. I'm going to say yes, he has. I will bet probably. Him. Yeah, I was I was um that was another thing. I was um the last couple of days I've been reading up on that, and and um I was telling people too, like the angels of. Angels aren't always just from the spirit world. 
they're from other worlds too. Yeah. So I was just wondering, I think that's a really cool uh, subject. And I thought about you. Earth angels too. Yeah, and earth angels. Yeah. Kaysen says, Leap Day always reminds me of that George Carlin stand-up time from the 70s. I knew it. How he's in capital letters, puts hands together. Yes. I knew. I I heard a huge yes as you were saying this, Dave, because I knew. He goes, we can talk about that perhaps on the show. How we can talk about whatever you want on Monday night because it's just me and you hanging out and when my guest is on my show on the angel rock we just it's all about you and what you're passionate about so you can talk about whatever you like so i was going to say i did that have time to download some interesting videos not super mm -hmm. crazy but i don't know but you know after we watch them you know it's going to get crazy because that's how we do <laughs> how it opens up the floodgates it sure does we just had a full moon and um, that was interesting. A lot of people saying, I know we talked a bit about it last week, but a lot of people were saying how energetic they felt. I did too. But um, yeah, now I'm feeling kind of dragged out. Like I said, it's stupid cold. Uh, my partner Dell brought it home and he's, but he's still got it. And it's Dang like, it stay away. And yeah, he's giving it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sandra's going bowling tonight. Well, you have fun, Sandra. I'm I can't bowl uh, with my back. Those bowls, those bowling balls are way too heavy, and the slippery shoes and the whole bit. But it is fun. I'm I was never a good bowler, but it's always fun to go once. I was, once. you know what? I used to love bowling, and and you know what? I can tell you this: as much as I had been bowling, like in my twenties, we used to do like the after we used to have the bowling alleys where they had at night that had all in black light. Did you ever see those? The black light blow bowling. I, I've heard of it. I just, oh my God. That but off. you know what? I never got good at it. And I, and I'm one of those people, if I can't get, get good at it after a short amount of time, like I'd give up. You know <laughs> what my thing, was, my thing what? was when I was, I was always kind of klutzy and I am actually quite tall. And, mm -hmm. um, I decided when I was 14 that I was going to learn how to play basketball. This is, it was actually a very good life lesson because I taught myself to play and persevered for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it taught me that whatever you really want bad enough and you can picture it and see it and you put the work in, it can happen. So I went from sitting on the bench the year I started to the next year. I was the starting lineup person all through. I probably would have played varsity ball too, but when I was in nursing in university, it was just too heavy of a course and, and working and then trying to play varsity basketball. But I ate, breathed and slept it like every, I rarely skipped, but if I skipped, it was to play basketball. If um, we used to go into the school at night when it was closed and play, like I really just could not get enough of it so that was my thing really because oh, cool. mm -hmm. son lee he said i have Jason. a question about okay well i'm just gonna let's mention kathy's comment she oh. says she's always been drawn to a ryan. ryan and then kason or it could be kason you're right it could be kason i always say kason and he's never corrected me but you're certainly welcome to uh, he says i have a question about timelines i've always wanted to ask please do because that's i know that's right up my alley and i know dave and i have talked about it lots. we love timelines yeah mm -hmm. yes ask away he says we can talk about it tonight howie if you want. 
Well, you know what it is? We always have an idea about what we want to talk about, but I can't tell you, and I know I've said it numerous times, mm -hmm. Dave and I have planned like a major show, had all this stuff ready, and you guys, because we do this show for you, have wanted to talk about something else. So we just completely pivot to whatever y'all yeah. want to talk about. So yeah. we're always prepared with something. Well, usually, but we're always prepared with something, but we like, we'd like to talk about what you guys want to talk about. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I downloaded a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Laura Lee, even the weeks we had, and I'm not whining about it. Everybody's got bad weeks, but she still managed to download some stuff for tonight. So we're going to watch some of that and we'll all play on that as well. Well, let me see what one was weirdest and creepiest if I can. Okay. Actually, was, I'm in the mood for, you know what, while you're looking for that, I have to say, so well, you guys to for it, but okay. Okay. You know, I bought a new house and this is weird. Yeah, um, the other day when I was there, they were installing, taking out an old alarm system and replacing it. And I'm going to be in there with myself and sleep up in the attic. I'll be up in the attic is when I put in my bedroom. It's not scary. I, the house was old. But what I did the other day was I sat, and I know this sounds crazy, you guys, and I'm sorry, but I went in and I sat in the closets of the house. I went to every one of the closets and I just sat there for a minute and just kind of felt everything. It's like, is anything here? It's just, it's just something creepy I do. But anyway, I did all that. House was fine. House was fine. Then I went and I sat in a chair where I was going to put my desk. Outside my desk, it's a huge wooded area. It's just a big wooded area. I could have swore I was seeing stuff moving around in that area. I'm, I'm not going to, I didn't say this to you because I didn't want to freak you out or anything, but I do think you have things at your house. I'm not probably not negative, but I think you do. I think you have stuff in the woods and I think you have. I do in the woods. I do. Yep. I saw that. I saw it yesterday. Now, did it scare me? It didn't scare me because I didn't, you know what? I didn't get the immediate feeling of scared, but I did get that, um, you know what I mean? That oh, oh, there's something there, and I did, and I and I felt the need to go sit in all those rooms. And like you said, I agree with you. There's there's something there. I did meet the guy who used to live in that house twenty something years ago. He grew up in it. And, the thing um, is, right? And you just you can go in and do a cleansing. It's always a good idea when you move into. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna sage it. I've had stuff here recently and it was in the basement and I wasn't scared to go down there. I just went down there and did my thing. It's like, did you, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in engaging with you. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> you need you know to what? leave. And if you cause me any trouble, guess what? I'm going to have your butt out of here in two seconds. And I wasn't going in arrogant or rude. It just, I just paid it no attention. Right. Well, you, you made a really good point just now. What I think, uh, people, you should, anybody who's out there, whoever thinks there's something <laughs> scaring you, because I know Laura Lee, and I know how her voice and inflections go, and just going down there and saying, I am just not in the mood for this right now. It's like, that can, literally, that can cut it down for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you're doing it with in intention, you mm -hmm. know, I think some people just say it. And we I didn't even say it. I just went down there with an air confidence and basically like not like I'm a big bad badass. It just went down there with confidence and like this is what my plan is and I'm not paying you any attention. I didn't say no. it. It was just attitude and energy. 
So, um, and that's the thing I tell people too, right? Like, cause when we work with different people and I, you know, when we, I, especially with the energy healing and stuff, we'll talk about this and there's that saying out there, fake it till you make it. And it's the reason why affirmations work and things like that. I'm going to get to your question just a sec here, Kason. So, um, you know what? Yeah. Like, and people, when, once you understand about energy and it works beautifully, is that say you're going into a job interview maybe you're not very confident about it you can imagine you're pushing that energy out around you what does confident feel like to you right what does that look like and if you don't know if you saw a video or a picture of somebody that if they walked in a room everybody knew they were confident well you can emulate it it's all in the mind it's so powerful you're around a bunch of people, you know, you're going to a toxic place because sometimes we have toxic people like a workspace or something. You don't want anybody to notice you. Just imagine sucking in your energy field around you, wrapping you up. Heck, I've driven when I know I had a headlight out and I was going to pick up the light bulb. And of all times, it's like, I really don't want to run into a cop right now. So I, 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 I could be wrong, but I've imagined that, you know what, my car is invisible. My car is invisible. Yeah. Nobody can see it. And yep. away you go. Same thing. And I've tried this before. My car is very old and I love my car. And so every time I get in the car, it's automatic. I always say, angels, please protect me and the cars around me. Because I And the other thing I do too is I tell my car I love it. And it's had a few lights on. And the lights go out when I get into the car. They don't do it for everybody else. And it's happened far too many times. And I don't think there's any coincidences. I think we are so powerful as human beings. And I'm not saying, look at me, I'm so powerful, I can manipulate my car. I'm putting this out there for everybody that I think that if we can understand energy and and focus our minds on certain things, even if we don't feel it or believe it, but we, like I said, you don't know what feeling confident feels like because maybe somebody's never felt confident we've all seen someone on tv a movie a commercial something uh just emulate what they're doing their energy what you're feeling what you're seeing and you can do that and i think it really works i yeah. do hi I sherry I believe so too. hi sherry oh i got the wrong comment here oh, uh, hang on i gotta go up here sorry guys my computer's not behaving um do we miss anybody? No, we got Sherry. Okay, so Kason, you want to read that, Dave? Kason's asking us a question. Yeah, I'll comment on it quick, and then you go ahead and comment on it quick. Um, so Kason um, has said, so a medium said to me, time is like a stream, but the stream break into branches, different timelines. Purely spiritual being could jump into any branch of the stream of time, but we can't because we're stuck in physical bodies. Is this true? No, I, um, I don't believe it is. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you um, what I know from my belief system, how I perceive it. I am um, one who um, you're never stuck. Nothing's ever stuck. You're actually not stuck in your physical body. Now you leave it every night when you sleep, when you dream, you do it when you meditate, you're always that, um, you've agreed to stick around in a certain place, I guess you could say. Um, for me, time to me is like an old, like if anybody knows what a film strip used to look like, like, a like you see the film strips, each film strip is a section of time and 
we move through those film strips. Therefore, even while you're on this planet right now, while you're having this life, you're constantly moving through timelines. That's how, um, like when we do, like when I do psychic readings and I look at somebody's timeline, like I can always, I can usually tell them the past real easily because that what they did is stamped on that place and it's stagnant there, it's staying there. Um, but then the future, there's a lot of different film strips, but I see what film, what strip they're on, I guess, sort of speak. And if they stay on that strip, I always tell them there's a potential that you're going to get to this. That's how I look at time. I mean, there's a lot, lot, lot more to it, but I agree with Laura Lee, Laura Lynn, uh, Laura, Laura Lee, Laura. That, I kept saying it, I kept blah, blah, that, um, where, where time is, we're not stuck in it. I mean, it's all words, always a timeline. Always. Okay. So I'm going to throw my two cents worth in okay. this and I say it a gazillion times. And I'm going to say it a gazillion times more in the future. Probably it came from spirit. What we believe because what we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. Now, remember just because we're telling you something or another medium is yeah. telling you something or anybody is telling you something does not necessarily make it true. And so, okay. There are always exceptions. And I just finished saying how powerful we are as human beings. For me, when I look at timelines and time and dimensions, I'm very much like what Dave just said, and I agree 100%. The past has already happened. Okay, it's already been written. There's a record there already. But and and I've done this with Dave when we've done readings on his TikTok channel. And I'll say I don't like to give readings into the future, and then I will say something about the future. But I always give a proviso with it that should you stay on this timeline. Yeah. So we are not stuck. Okay. We switch timelines. I think that that's part of also why the Mandela effect, I think we're almost even switching yeah. dimensions. I think we can switch back and forth. One of the ways that I found that people have said, you know, you switched a timeline is, um, now, I always use my partner as an example, mind you, probably because he's just not listening, but I don't know because he will tell me he's told me something and he's insisted or I vice versa. And I have no record of it. I have a very good memory, nor does he. So it's like, you, you know, something happened yet. And another person was there and they experienced it, but they are being absolutely serious with the fact that there is no memory or anything of it. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody's altered or using something or whatever, I'm just saying, and it happens with a fair amount of frequency, you could be switching timelines. So we're not stuck in our physical bodies. I agree with David that at night, yes, we can astral travel. We can have out-of-body experiences. No. We can train ourselves to do that. You can do so much stuff with lucid dreaming while you were sleeping, for example. So there's many, many things you can do. So I'm going to go back to that because I want to make sure I'm not missing anything in that question. But no, we are not nailed down into a timeline so and i don't like that i'm going to highlight this again because i don't like this term and i'm not being judgmental but a purely spiritual being can only do this now it's not your wording casein or anything like that i just want to make it clear because i find that what i'm seeing a lot in the spirituality field is those of us that practice are way up here and the rest of you are down here. I don't think that in any way, shape or form, because I think we are 
all capable. We all have gifts. We all have abilities. We all have an intuition. We all have uh, clear cognizance, which means that all of a sudden we know something. We don't know why we know it, but we know it. We all have the ability to do this. Nobody is any better than anyone else. So we also have free will. We live forever. So right now we're just having a human experience, right? We're driving yep. the human body vehicle, if you will, in this lifetime, but we're not yeah. stuck in it. But it's no. a great question. Great and Jason, I want to add one, I think something to it. And I agree with Laura Lee on the purely spirit, only a spiritually going. That's, that's, that sounds from somebody speaking from some egoic place. Mm -hmm. If you go look in the mirror, my friend, you will be looking at a purely spiritual person. Mm -hmm. You, we are all purely spiritual oh. beings, whether every being, no matter who they are, no matter bad, good, evil, everyone is a spiritual being. That's who we are first and foremost. And if you want to go really weird about the timelines, there's also versions of us too, that are traveling through timelines. So mm -hmm. for instance, there's a, there's a timeline or a version. It's not really being acted out now, but there's a timeline or version where I didn't make it through my coma. And so there's, there's supposed know, to be there's, a version of every possible potentiality, supposedly yeah. of ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah, there is. And the kind of like, um, there was a time in my life where I was a musician and I was starting to go really good at it, and then it all halted for some reason. And there's like a timeline probably where that did happen. And you know, there's because then you get into time travel, right? And then yeah. that's what they talk about that you can't see yourself in another timeline or change anything because you could cause a major paradox. Hi, Phil Wilson. Just wanted to say hi. I see him. Hi, Phil. Yeah, because we we are all spiritual beings, every one of us, and we're always moving for, through timelines and we're always doing stuff. And I think going back to spirit takes away the actual timeline stuff because you're you're in that moment now you know how to be in the moment mm -hmm. that's why they're always telling us nobody's better than anybody else just some people are remembering more that's all it is it just has to do with remembering who you are well, who we all are and why we we're all here, are, yeah. all here for different reasons, yeah. right? So I know like if I'm doing some teaching or something and I try to remember this, I love Kyle Gray for this. Um, he's he's with Hay House, does a lot of angel stuff. He's from Scotland because I've gone to a couple of his free um, master classes on angels. And I love what he says in every one of them to remind people that he is no better than anybody else. Nobody is way up here versus the rest of the people down here, right? We've all got, I think, different gifts and different reasons for yeah. why we are here. But you know what? Just as I said to you guys early at the beginning that I, I ate, breathed, and slept basketball as a teenager, and I was determined I was going to be able to play it you can do that with anything in life. So you want to be doing what we're doing or vice versa. We want to be doing what somebody else is doing. We can do that. No, we're not all going to be superstars at it, but that's not the purpose of it. But you're here to experience and have experiences. And you are the designer of your lifetime. Believe it or not, you are. So you can make choices to change your life, to, to choose that you see something that somebody else is doing that really resonates and you want to be able to do it. 
you're going to have to put the, the time into it, right? Like the work, you're going to have to maybe do some research. You definitely, you can picture yourself doing it, putting different versions of energy is where I'm saying, seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, being it, dreaming of it. You can do that. Anybody can do that. So Howie's got a question for us here. Go ahead. So let me ask, if we do change timelines per se, do do we night affect the paradigm shift, the timeline fracture, if we change an event in that timeline, your thoughts? Hi, Lori Greenwood. Wow, that's a heavy question, Howie. Um, it's very heavy. Do you know what? I have to go back to, because I, I have a weird know. thing, the butterfly effect thing. I don't know how much I um partake in it not saying it's not true at all but i've but i've but i've delved into other theories of it as well and i was gonna i'm gonna say like what laurie laura lee said earlier about this is your experience so whatever you're going to see or feel in your experience <clears throat> is creating because I was trying. Sorry, I gotta throw this at quick. You're saying this beautifully because I was trying to figure out how to word this, and I'm loving what you're saying. Sorry, to oh, okay. you. so yeah, we're always we're always doing something different. I do know this as a spiritual person and somebody who has used this practice and seen the results. Is I've went back and healed something that happened in the past, and it has changed my present, and like almost immediate. And since it's changed my present. It's changing a timeline in the future that I'm going towards uh, there uh, where I want to be. But maybe you I, were supposed to be there in the first place anyways. That's yeah, why I get in my yeah. If all I know, the future me did something to change something in my timeline now, which changed me. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, really there's a, there's a rabbit hole to go down that never ends. It is eternal. Um, but I don't think if you went back in time and changed something, it would only change it on that specific timeline. And since there's so many, they might not I don't change agree it. with that. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I'm looking into that part. So where I disagree is the fact that I eventually believe we're going to have time travel. I think it probably already exists. We're just not aware of it as the general public. Oh yeah, I believe it. And, okay, so going back and changing something i think could have massive huge effects on the future should you stay in that same timeline and then does it affect depending on how profound you change something in the past going back in time could you affect all the timelines could you affect the ones that you're most likely to gravitate to because i don't think we go through every single timeline that it, there's a potentiality of us right does that make sense yeah. so i, well, I don't no, know I think no because I think that theory think yeah that theory actually has a lot behind it as well i wonder though and this is actually you guys this is why i say i'm not an expert as this do does any of us actually know i don't know but i i believe if you collectively changed all the timelines with that one thing, I think, yeah, that's where I think it would be really drastic. But I don't know if that can be or not. But you know what I mean? Like if we took away, let's say if, okay, let's say we changed the timeline of um, Jesus never being born here. What would have happened? And like, could we go back and change that timeline? I wouldn't want to. <clears throat> but I'm sure there is a timeline where a different deity came in 
and I suppose for all people, people here, I guess, are probably on different timelines because we don't all see the past exactly the same. Do I don't know. I, I Nicole's asked a great question too about this. We're going deep tonight. Tonight, Lori, you just showed up at the right time. She said, "I miss what's going on." You just showed up at the right time here. We're talking timelines yeah. and dimensions, and, and I. And, and to be clear, there are theories. There okay, are theories. there's theories. Like we don't have all the answers, as we always tell yeah. you guys. But I think about this, right? Like, does one shift in one timeline create a shift in all the timelines or was That's it meant I mean. to happen that way? But I really believe. And then think about remote viewing. If you go back now, potentially you're just there to view. But I don't know. There's some pretty powerful people from the past and things like that. Probably right now. Could you go could you go back in time and shift something to change something? Every time I've always said this though, every time human beings think they know better than nature or the divine timing and plan, I'm sorry, but they screw it up. Like you can even look at things like um, the cane toads in Australia, right? Human beings yeah. thought they knew best how to solve a problem with a species that wasn't supposed to be there. And they created a bigger problem. And this seems to be, the problem, no matter when human beings yeah, think that they should intervene. So now, Nicole, you asked a great question because you said, okay, so does me in different timelines have different soul plans? And I'm going to jump in here with this. And I'm going to say, yes, because if you're talking to people in the spiritual belief system, we always say there are no, there is no time on the other side. That is a man-made created concept. Okay. Yeah. So the past, present and future are happening at the same time. So are yeah. you having some of your, it could be future lives, present lives. Like there's nothing to say that the person, the person sitting here right now, me, that this is my only present life. Like maybe I've got other lives, like David said, with different versions of me. You see how weird this gets and that it just goes yeah. right. Rapid. And it's fun. It's, 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 then you're correct. I mean, we can all be correct, however we want to look at it. The one thing that we are both correct on is nobody's ever stuck anywhere and you're, you know, you're, you're allowed to move on. Now, I just made a video the other day and I'll explain it here because if you look at it this way, we always talk about timelines. And then we, we say, and all of us do, including myself, we say the other side has um, no time. Well, in actuality, we're actually all in the same place right now. Everything's in the same place right now. Um, but to make it easier to understand, the best one I saw was the book. Like <coughs> this book was a story and it had a beginning, middle and the end. Well, from my perspective, I would pick it up and I would start reading the beginning and I would read the middle and I would read the end. When I closed the book and held it up, guess what? This beginning, middle, and end that I saw as a linear thing is not linear. It's all in the same place. It's all, this is what it is. So our past lives and all those things are happening now. Your, your other yous are happening at the same time you are here and you're going through each one of your yous. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know how I understood this? Because I used to say this all the time, but trying to wrap my mind around it. Yeah, it's hard. As, and I think we've had this conversation, you and I, off air, and it had to do with the past, is it past level, soul level podcast? There were a couple of channelers on there. And I love to listen to people that channel a collective. 
and I forget what one it was. I want to say her name was Belinda and she channels a, she says it's just a whole council of angels. And she was talking about this, explaining it. And again, I don't know if this is right or not, but it made sense to me to wrap my human brain around it. That if you will, your core soul sort of remains back home, if you will. And then you almost have like a split off for each experience that you're going to be having. And we've talked about this too, Dave, because, you know, we've run into people that say, well, I can't, I can't reach so-and-so because they're, they've reincarnated, but we can reach them. We can reach them. We've done it ourselves. What, Dave? There we go. We're back. We froze, both of us. Oh, did we? Okay. Sorry, guys. And we froze again. (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't even realize. I hope you guys heard that. Yep. So yeah, I'll repeat it just in case it did freeze. So we there are people out there that do what we do that will say, um, I can't reach so and so because they've reincarnated already, but you've never had that problem and neither have I. And it kind of makes sense. And maybe it's not the way it happens, but for human brains to wrap around, it's almost like the core soul piece still stays as I call it back home, whatever people want to call yeah. it across the veil in heaven, in the unit, whatever. Right. And then all the other little pieces are all experiencing the so-called past, present and future lives at the same time. It's all happening. Kind of like you showed with the book that you showed, right? Because we, we've been able to reach people, even if they have had a reincarnation over on the other side. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you know, you're absolutely correct because people always ask me, how do you talk to somebody if they're reincarnated? I'm like, because this, it's, well, one, there is no reincarnate because we're already, we're here all the time. I can talk to people who have come back for another life. I talk to their self over there. What I'm saying, we can, yes. And whether it's just your higher self that's stay, I'm not sure how it all works. I always say we're going to know all the answers when we go back home. Yeah, we, we, you know, yeah, that's what I will tell you this, guys. When I had my near death experience, and if I could go through how I felt and what I knew, it's like at that moment, I knew all these things we're discussing right now, but I came back here (laughs) and that was kind of, but I remember some things. Um, But, but we know um, that is really interesting. Can I've we call heard- just on Diane's quickly before we get into yeah, Howie? Yeah. I'd love to talk about that with Howie too. So Diane said, sometimes spirit warns us and something else happens. Now my thoughts, and I'd love to hear Dave's is, I believe that our guides or spirit around us, it, it recognizes we have free will and it respects it. So now don't get me wrong. We can interact with our guides and those that are around us and here to help and support us. And I always suggest we give them permission that you want to get to know them better. You want to work more closely and what have you, but they still respect your free will. You're here to have an experience. And by them intervening and telling you something that was never by design before you, you had this experience right now, right? Then they're kind of, they're they're superseding why you're here basically so to me if spirit intervenes and tells you something there's either a good reason for it like you're in a lot of danger and maybe going to be booking out before you're supposed to or i think it was always meant to be that way what do you think they were supposed to tell you well yeah it's I, I think it, it all depends. And it really, once again, this is how you, how you view spirit guides and everything. 
I talk to my spirit guides a lot, but you know who a lot of people forget to talk to all the time is themselves, their higher self. Your higher self knows more about you than any of your spirit guides do. Your higher self can, can your higher self, yeah, your higher self can direct you to do things that <laughs> spirit guides won't do because of the free will, like she says. To me, spirit guides usually was like, if I'm going down the road, I'll get one of those, turn left, Dave. Okay, I'll turn left. And that's usually, and I don't even know why. It can I, help you if you get them yeah, permission. That's what I mean. My spirit guides will do that. Like they don't always say to me, hey, David, turn left here because there's danger up ahead or roads out. I'll just get that feeling to turn left. And as I turn left, I'll find out, yeah, there was an accident on the road. It was taking me off. Well, they can tell you things like that, though. I oh, think sure, sure. Yeah. That experience is where I was going with this, right? Yeah. And for, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, exactly what you said. If, you're, if that experience is going to do nobody any good, they'll, they'll say, hey, we're giving you the opportunity to go this way. But if you um, were meant to have that accident because of something that's going to happen, no one's going to intervene. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to intervene. Turn, don't uh, turn left down here, right? They're not going yeah. to because you need, for whatever reason, to have that experience. Maybe something's supposed to come out. Do you see where I'm going with that? Why I meant yeah, that? Exactly. No, I agree with you on that. I agree. I will tell people that some. A lot of times, I mean, it all depends on how you look at a warning because I use my senses or my sixth sense when I run into people or talk to someone. I just feel like this isn't somebody I need to talk to or want to talk to, or this is somebody who's probably a good person, or this is somebody who has got something for me and I'm going to pay attention. I'll get those feelings, but they don't ever come out and say, Dave, this person's going to do something to you, blah, 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 blah. They don't give me the whole story because I will. they know me. If they were to give me that whole story, you know what the first thing I'm going to say is to myself? Oh, that was just me. No, and I get it. It's a feeling yeah. usually when you yeah. get it. Like I have gone around before I've turned a corner and known that there was somebody that was pretty scary around the corner yeah. it's a feeling you know it you feel it yeah, yeah i get it they're not going to be standing whispering in your ear always saying yeah like i get what you're saying yeah. um there there was um kason's got a interesting thing i was going to comment but you wanted to look at howie's comment so he says some say god is a member of a universal celestial council i have heard that theory now i have stuff to say about it but if you want to throw it in there first dave you're more than welcome okay mine's short and sweet it really is. Um, I heard the theory and I can get on board that there's a theory and that way that works. The difference is and why I don't subscribe to the theory is I don't see God as a separate being. I see God as source, which is just everything. You're, it's just you just stole my answer. <laughs> no, it's just the very last source. It's it's source. I mean, there are many, many gods. There are many, many oversouls. There are many, many that, but there is only one source and the source is all of us put together. Without all of us, without everything, there's no source. And it's not, it's hard for us to wrap our human minds around it that God is not a person. person and yeah. you will know when you start looking into people who especially have had near-death experiences or you've had one yourself, and there's nothing wrong with the word God because spirit doesn't no. care what we call yeah, them. They know we need names as humans, but it's, it's, they don't refer to God as God. It's 
source and it's a feeling it's an energy and there is no separateness it's all love we it's and it's so hard to try and explain i had somebody once explain it that it was almost like being in a love soup so if you figure about if you're making a soup right a pureed soup and i know you know this dave but for everybody listening so you take a gazillion different ingredients and you chop them and you put them in a pot and you stew them all up and then you puree it well once you get this beautiful dish right try and separate everything that you put into that dish you can't because it's all become a part of the whole if you will it's all become one that is that's not even close to what i'd like to try and explain what it is but i think for human brains to wrap around it that's what it is like we are we are one yeah, it's yes. kind of like when I hear like theologians or experts or people or atheists, even anybody that goes, well, God must either be not that powerful or must be evil because of all the things that happen here. And God I has nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, that's what that, the thing is. God has nothing to do with that. Um, when when I had my near-death experience, if I can explain this and for anybody listening who's really wondering... I never looked at God as a person. When I went to the other side, God did not walk up to me and say, hi, Dave, welcome back. When I, yeah, when I went, yeah, when I went there, I became more part of that. I was more in realization that I was everything yet. I was me. So I was, you, you be, you never really go back to God because you never left God. You never left. No. Yeah. This is just a, this is just a, a focus you're doing, but yeah, to me, God, to me, the God or whatever we want to call it is source. And I say God sometimes, I mean, I oh, think I it's very, interchange, it's very interchangeable, but yeah. I look at, I look at God as being everything. And the main, um, the main thing is it uh, God is, as Kathleen Hanley said, is unconditional. And it's unconditional everything, though. It's a lot of people just say it's love, but it's literally. I heard him explain that the reason why we choose to have, for example, a human experience or another life, because I had the question and some of this came from my guides and some of the research and different people I've listened to that it resonated is when you know nothing but love and you're all truly one. And I, this is not going to sound good to people. And I don't mean to disrespect it people in any way, but to come here for 80 to hundred years, is like a two week vacation, if you will, when you are eternal and you go on forever. Yeah, yeah. So when you go on a vacation, what do you do? You plan, you pack, you research, whatever you're going to do, you have a plan of what your itinerary is. Can your itinerary change? Yes, it can right? But the reason why, and it really resonated, see if it resonates with people, is part of it is to come here and we get to create the experience that we have here, okay? But to also experience the breadth and depth of emotions that we do not have on the other side, because there is no need for it. There is nothing but love and oneness you understand that a micro piece of sand is as much as you are as a whole soul if you want there's no separateness like you i love what you said dave you're not you you know when people say you go back to god or where no you never left source source is always with you so to be able to have this experience while we're here and we have other lifetimes we have other planets i think we have other experiences as other beings right we're here to have experiences and then to 
not that we didn't know what love was. It was a beautiful place when we're back home, but it's almost like, you know, when you go on a vacation, right? You're so saying it from another perspective. Every, yeah. Every person that you are, every situation you are, you see things from another. No, but what I was going to say is, you know, when you go on a vacation, right. You're super excited mm -hmm. and can't wait to go. And, you know, you had a great time, but there's a time to go back home. And when yep. you go back home, you really, really appreciate and relish and love, even if it's your own bed and your own food and your own routine and your own home. And I know I'm really over super simplifying it, but that's what I'm saying. Like there's many reasons why we have the experiences that we do as a soul. But like I said, all there is on the other side, it's almost like it makes you appreciate what you have. And that's yeah. from a human perspective, from a soul perspective, there is no need to appreciate you. You know what love is. You know what yeah. oneness is. <laughs> we we <laughs> know what everything is. We're just going through. We're just all seeing stuff. I mean, one of the best things I heard said was, you know, whenever we do a life, we're just seeing from it. Because I could have the exact. Well, I could come back and kind of mimic kind <laughs> of the same life I'm having so far, but maybe as a woman. Maybe as a woman that lived in Russia during the 1800s. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. There's there are unlimitless possibilities of things. And people are saying to me, "What do we do when we get back?" No, my God, what don't you do? You never are not doing anything. <laughs> you are never not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to read Kason's comment here quickly. He's going to comment, and I say. Yeah. I get that time is an illusion in higher dimensions, but in 3D, it's a bit hard to jump timelines. Is this true? So what you perceive becomes what you believe and it becomes your reality. So should you believe that it is difficult to jump timelines, it will be difficult for you because that is the experience you are creating for yourself. I don't know. And if you hear us talking about the dimensions if you're a one dimensional being, a two dimensional being, I remember the two dimensional world. I had to go through that in my ND. I did not like it, <laughs> but um, but that's because I've had the other ones. So, but anyway, three dimensional. When do you start, stop thinking like most of us, including yourself, including Laura Lee, including me, probably including everybody here, you're no longer thinking in 3D. Your consciousness is in 4D, but you're experiencing a 3D world. Does that make sense? It does, but I think we can get really tied up. And I love these type of conversations. And you guys yeah. always have the best questions. I always tell my guests to be very well prepared because everybody that's in the live audience is very intelligent, asks yeah. incredible questions. And really, you give us a lot of food for thought. And I, I tell every one of my guests that when they come on, because you guys yeah. do. And we're so grateful that you're here. You guys are asking great questions and sharing great feedback. And it opens up a whole world of discussion. Now, Diane, I'm a little bit behind in comments, but I wanted to read yours. So you said, I was shot at, at a mall and I heard move. So I moved a second later. Um, the guy, I think you're saying the guy, um, there was a bullet in its place when you did move, it sounds like, that could have hit you. But hit maybe, yeah. And I've heard that many times that, yeah. that from people. And I'm not saying, oh, it happens all the time. What I'm saying is maybe that was a guide. Maybe it was an angel. No matter what it was, it wasn't your time 
to get hit with something like that or for you to have that experience you were you heard the warning and maybe for you that was the best way to hear it that you would move instantly that you wouldn't question it that you wouldn't you, you knew you needed that split second to move what do you think dave i know i agree with you did you ever i do i totally agree with that did did you ever hear the which i always found interesting and you guys if you ever go look them up is the people the people who didn't get on the plane for a major plane crash. Yes, I do know. There's many, many people who didn't get on and they all have stories. Some just said, well, it was really weird that we were supposed to go everything, but this didn't work out. We didn't get to go. Or at the last minute, somebody got sick and missed the flight and all this. Some people say, was that my guy doing that? Some of it could be, but most likely, I think we all, I think, are we are aware of what our final moment is. Our oh, I think soul, you know the second we're born, we know yeah, where we're going. Our soul knows. So if your soul knows that that's not the time that you're going to go, things are going to automatically change around you because you're just not going to go then. I don't think there's too many whoopsie-daisies, although... I think there's a few whoopsie daisies, but I can't comment on what they are. All I know is that it, I kind of feel from some of the stuff I've been told and some of the stuff I've I've talked to, I'm like, I wonder why it happened like that. So I, it's really odd. To me, I just keep believing that there are no mistakes or accidents on the other yeah. side. So it could have been that this was a potentiality for an exit point because those of us, and I'm not saying me, I'm just saying anybody, the global us, that choose a life that has a lot of experiences, we'll say, and difficult experiences. I think that, and I've seen it, I've heard it from my guides, you hear it from people with NDEs. I mean, there's been a lot of research into this area, and I know I've done it anyways. And I think that people can build in an exit point that if they're finding it's too heavy or it's a yeah. lot to deal with that you could leave if you wanted to, but you don't have to. Right. Yeah. I think exit points are true. I've experienced, I can go back through my life and I can almost pick out the ones that were there. When I was a little kid, I fell off. When I was a, when I was a child, they used to you know glue those big tractor tires together that we played on in the, in the schoolyards. I was on top of one during recess. I went to jump with my knees up and my foot caught. I went head first into the ground and turned and right away everybody screamed. And I knew that when it happened to me, I was like, it didn't feel like I fell. I was like, somebody stopped me from all that. But to everybody else, they called the ambulance everything because I thought I broke my neck. There was nothing wrong with me. Yeah, but you, have you ever seen those pictures? Like I've seen them of security cameras and stuff. Like there's one in particular that always stuck with me. And it was a gentleman who was working on a transport truck in his garage. And the supports gave way and his security camera don't get me wrong, he was seriously injured, but he should have died because yeah. the minute the truck was removed, right? Everything's crushed, you should have bled to death. But in the pictures, there's these beautiful light beings right underneath, almost holding up the truck. And he said he almost felt that way. 
and he survived it. He wasn't paralyzed. He wasn't, and they don't know how it happened. And he said to the pain, there was no pain. The same thing I can tell you now, it's not anywhere near what you went through, Dave, but and every time this happens, I have enough time to even realize, do you guys remember those commercials and I'm not making fun of anybody, but it was, I've fallen and I can't get up with this. Yeah. Every, okay. I fall because of my back and yeah. my leg. So I have to use a cane when I'm out just in case my leg gives up. I can tell you every freaking time that happens, it happens like it's in freaking slow motion. <laughs> just literally like, I don't know, maybe it's the way, it's designed for me to happen at that time, but it's literally like something is slowly guiding you and gently to the ground. I don't yeah. know, I don't know oh, how else to describe I think, it. I think to see the situation looks a lot worse for, but then when you're actually in the situation, because even like, even when I was sick and I had the coma and all that, when I was in bed, like my parents are telling me, they are still to this day, Oh, this poor thing. He was in that bed and all these tubes and all. And they're describing this horrific thing. And I can tell you this, I wasn't there. And so it's like to them, it was terrible. But like you said, to us, it's like slow motion falling. Even when I when I flew off the back of that moped, same thing. It was like, I don't remember even hitting the ground. It was like, oh. I, I hear you. So hi, Julie Jean Fassett. She, said, she goes, hi, David, hi, Laura Lee, and everyone. We're going to go back a little bit here. Hi, I think we. I did say hi to Kevin Z. Sundragon. We got some great comments, as always, and it was from Nicole Thomas-Ryan. I thought it was She's so funny. Up. See, look at that. Laura Lee is going back in time to grab a comment. To grab a comment. Go right ahead or down this spiritual journey to eventually reach the highest form, ex nirvana. Do souls eventually become quiet on the other side? Do they have a time or a point, hang on here, um, that they are harder to reach or talk to? In other words, does the spirit become quiet and speak to us on this side less? I'm gonna jump in because I know you're gonna have a lot to add. So I can tell you that there are times where spirits are they, they got stuff going on on the other side too. And the reason why I know this, now I've never had it happen to me, but I know in my old home, I booked a reading for my, my partner at the time. I wasn't doing this is very early in our paranormal journey for him to have a conversation with his dad. Cause when his dad passed, it was very quick, very quick, very unexpected. And he wasn't here. And I knew it was creating a lot of nightmares for him imagining what happened versus what did. And I've never been able to figure out why, but his father agreed. I booked a reading actually for my partner's birthday years ago, but he said it had to be after May. And the only reason I can think it was after me, it was my partner's birthday then, I'm not sure, but that's what he was told. Now I've had other other people who said that so-and-so isn't available or they don't come through right away, but there's many things I think we can do on the other side. Like David, you said this earlier and I agree 100% wholeheartedly. We're not just sitting there on a fluffy cloud playing harps as a soul. <laughs> like we're busy on the other side too. So, um, when a spirit, uh, does the spirit become quiet and speak to us on this side less? I think they can. Um, I think it's part of the grieving uh, process. Um, I think maybe, and I've heard people say this before, 
I do they choose not to come through? No, but I think they see as a healing process starts that they don't need to be as clear as maybe in the beginning for the first few years. That's just my thoughts. You throw in whatever you want there, Dave, but well, I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I don't have all the answers on that one too. <clears throat> I do I do understand this. Um, like we Barley had said and I had said there I mean you don't you only appear to need rest because you're here in a physical body. Your mm -hmm. consciousness doesn't need rest. But um can a spirit take a break? Um Yes, there are those who might have taken on maybe an extremely, really terrible life or went through something or just everything hit the fan. Um, and when they got back, they might want to go, I'm going to decompress for a minute. I just or healing. I, I've seen that. Yeah, healing, whatever happens, I don't know. I will say this for me personal in readings, I've never ever had a person or said to somebody, they can't talk to you because they've reincarnated or they can't talk to you because they're stuck or they can't talk to you because they're being held back. And you're you're busy. Yeah, <laughs> There's listen, there are really no excuses. If I, I do tell people though, I will say, and I tell them because I'm always honest. I'll say, listen, we have free will on the other side. Um, I've never had it happen, but they could have free will and it doesn't mean they don't want to talk to you or whatever. Remember there's no time on the other side, but you know, maybe if they yeah. don't, we're not able. And Dave, we've talked about this off air. If we're not yeah, able to possibly reach someone in that time, it just means maybe we try it a different time. We've done that. Not, yeah. We've done that many. I'm that guy. I'm just like, Laura Lee, if I can't get somebody and people go, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, no, are they, do they not want me? It's like, I always tell them, no, it's probably me. I'm yeah. just not picking it up for some yeah. reason. Um, most people, like Laura Lee said, when, when somebody comes in and they want to talk to somebody and I always tell people in the beginning, I do not control spirit. I do not summon anything. It is none of my business to summon anything. I just put out the intention that I would love to talk to them. And also if, you know, we're not stupid on the other side, they know this is being set up. Um, for to talking. Another thing too, though, I will say this. I have had readings and, and I'll take the responsibility. Sometimes I'll go, I can't get them. I cannot find them anywhere. It doesn't mean they're not here. Here's a code. Get a second reading for That's free. What, I'm glad you explained that. That's what I'm talking about. That you yeah. and I have talked about, right? We'll just try again yeah. at a different time. Yeah. yeah, we'll try. And I just, and I let them do it. And then when they come back, guess what? I've never had one not show up. So it could be the timing. Maybe for that person to hear what needed to be said was not the right time. It doesn't I mean it's the nail on the head. Yeah. I just I just heard a huge yes. I've never remember I said I'd never been able to understand about why not till after me with my partner's dad. That is yeah. why. He wasn't ready to hear. Oh my god, I'm covered in goosebumps. Yeah, I, oh, that's I, all it is. He wasn't yeah. ready at the timing needed to be when it was, when it happened in me. And we respected that, but I'd never, Oh my God, I'm covered in goosebumps. That is the answer. Yeah. So it's basically, it's, it's the timing. And it's for, you know, us, for us, not for on us, the other yeah. side. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. Now for us. And sometimes I've had spirits. Um, do you want to hear something really weird? I had spirits 
literally I could not get the person. I gave the worst reading ever. I could not get anything. And then I still said, come back. This is me. It's on me. Um, when they've come back, usually it was because of a lesson I had to learn mm -hmm. because you'd be surprised on how many times if I get any way than how they want me to be during this, I'll, they'll teach me a lesson. So I understand for next time. Yep. I don't mind soaking up lessons. If I need to know something or if I think I'm not being humble enough or if I think something is happening, my my guides and those guys will let me know. <laughs> I love Kevin's comment here. He said, Dragon, he said, if you have a connection with said spirit and if you believe and, and you believe if you reach out, they will find a way that you are comfortable with and they will respond and they will. Absolutely. Kason's yeah. got another question. Don't ever apologize, Kason. We didn't know where we were going to. Hi, Christopher James. Uh, good evening, Laurie and Dave. Well, hi, Roger Garza. So, oh, hi, Roger. Sorry, I'm a little higher up in the comments. I'm glad Dave's keeping an eye on that. I got the bottom half, yeah. Okay, so he says, sorry for the rapid fire questions. Never apologize. Never. Uh, guess, uh, guess that suffering creates lots of questions. Now, remember, too, it's frame of mind. I'm going to stop you right there before I read those questions. So it's all about mindset, right? So, yes, suffering can create questions, I guess. But the more, remember, where, where attention goes, energy flows. So maybe it's just that you have an inquisitive mind that you would like more answers. You know where I'm going with that? Rather than... Mm -hmm. It's, it's not necessarily the suffering. Yes, you've been through a lot. Absolutely. Okay. But it's okay to ask questions. It's okay. We're all seeking answers. And I think we should never stop seeking the answers. We may not have them all until we go back home ourselves. I always say exactly. there's no reason to keep asking. So you said, what, so, oh, go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say in that first part, you're talking about um, I agree. You know what? For me personally, this is me personally in this particular lifetime. When I went back through and I thought about all the suffering that I went through and get, you know, threw myself the pity party. Um, I realized something every time I suffered, it made everything else easier down the line for me. I but can I tell you, I don't live a life uh, with rainbows and unicorn poop in my yard no. and dancing fairies and flowers. I think it's all about choice, right? And the words, and that's not being judgmental in here in any way. Okay, because I find a lot of people think, oh my God, you're always so, I've heard this many times, you're always so positive and whatever. It's all about a choice. And I, I think that's what we've yeah. been talking about tonight, about the power of our words and our minds and our thoughts as human beings even if you don't believe it, right? That's how we start to, to shift, okay? It's not the brain that's running the whole situation. It's your higher self, your subconscious. Fake it till you make it. So start yeah. focusing on what we want to see, not what we don't, right? Yeah, so it's really weird that everybody that you know, that you interact with, you are the one who is creating their personality, not them. You're responding to whatever they're giving you. And then you, and because I know Laura Lee differently than her kids know Laura Lee. Um, I, I think know Laura Lee. masks though too. Is yeah, we all do. Yeah. For each, that's what I mean. And I think, I think we create the person's mask that's sitting in front of us. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. This is, like I, I said, this is just a fun rabbit hole to go down. 
we, we're wow. going really deep tonight. We had all this spooky stuff lined up and we're on timelines and dimensions and all this stuff. So I think yeah. this is awesome. So the rest That's of your question cool. is, Case, and I, now I got to think about that one, Dave. I'm going to be thinking about that all night. It's weird, <laughs> so, one. It's weird isn't it? Yes. So in Buddhist text states, there's no continuous ego or personality. It's like a chain link. One link creates the, hang on, creates the experience. He's uh, reading minds here, experience of personality. And that experience jumps into the next link, which creates the illusion of personality. Do you agree, please? Well, you, we kind of talked about this without even seeing that part of it. I guess to me, and I don't have all, I'm going to say it a hundred times, always, I don't have all the answers, but I, I truly believe to the depths of our core, okay? We can look at what other people say and take a look and keep looking and looking and looking and see what resonates. If that's what it feels right to you and you believe. But to okay. me, I really believe that life is what you make it. And we are that powerful that, yes, I hear what David was saying that the the... The interaction that we have with another being, their personality is created in our own minds, okay, of how we perceive that person, I believe. That doesn't mean that's who their personality is. No, I've always like used it. the analogy of masks, that, and that's where it hit home for me, David, when you said my kids know me different versus, say, you and I knowing each other. I'm wearing the mask of a mother with my children as a friend i'm different with my friends depending whether it's an acquaintance or a close friend versus a sibling or family member um i'm i would be wearing a different mask at work i'd be wearing right and i'm um, as a whole you're it as a whole you're all those things no but um, i think we have a choice about the energy and what we project about who we are what we think people want to see versus yeah. the other person and then the person receives it and then I think they get a perception of what they believe that interaction to be with that mm -hmm. person. Does that make sense? It does. Mm -hmm. And and now Buddhism, which I think Buddhism, Buddhism is absolutely beautiful. And there That's are true. some things in Buddhism I study, some things I don't, not because anything against Buddhism. It's just because some things I agree with, some things I don't. Now, as far as I, I think if this is what Buddhism is kind of trying to say, which I do agree with. The person, the personality that we developed here, that we develop here, is still part of who we are in our real state. Although every time we came here, we added to our personality. So that's why I always tell people when you go back or when you remember spirit, when you're back there, however you want to put it, you will be the accumulation of all the personalities you've learned of so far. You're My minus though i think the frailties that come with well yeah minus the low level stuff that's, because yeah. i always explain to people like when we reach people on the other side as a medium when we've got mediums in the chat so feel free to throw in your own two yeah. cents but to me um i always say this isn't who we really are like no. we're here to have a human experience so we're in we're always almost like driving a car where like a the vehicle we're driving is a human being vehicle, but we leave that vehicle. And I think it shows our true self. Don't get me wrong, though. Spirit on the other side will show us who they were in the particular lifetime that we're trying to reach. So show us some of those human characteristics and personalities so that we can help the other person we're reading for to recognize 
Yes, this you you made that is the best point. I was going to say that next. You hit the nail on the head. When a medium contacts the other, a person on the other side, like for me, I'm big on personality. I pick up their personality, so they give me the personality that they were when they were here, and they do that. So, like Laura Lee just said, the person I'm speaking to can recognize who they are. Because yeah. I know them by the, but does your personality change from life to life? I'm sure it does, but I'm sure there's traits kind of almost like, um, like they call like soul evolution or anything else. Like sometimes we do carry a birthmark from a stab wound that yeah. we had 3000 years yeah. ago into this life. I don't know why or how I do not have that answer. I don't know what it is. I just know that it happens. I know the gist of why it happens sometimes, but it has to do with it. it the biggest part, if you want to, to explain it is it has to do with the, the old adage that energy can never be created or destroyed. <clears throat> so even a thrust, a knife, a cut, it's still energy. It can't be destroyed and it might be part of you. So it might come out in another life. Does I think, we're per yeah, it does. But I think we're perfect and we're really draw it. But when we come into a lifetime, I think it serves a purpose. Why the <coughs> mark is there as a reminder. We may not know the reason for the purpose, but it reminds me of the little boy in India who kept asking to go to this city hundreds of miles away in India. And he kept talking about his wife and his kids and that he had been unalived by someone that had never been caught. And he had this strange birthmark at the back of his head. Um, I think it was at the back of his head. And finally, <laughs> the family just gave up because this kid wouldn't let it go. He'd never been to this place. So what does this kid do? Gets into the city, tells the parents where to drive. And this kid's like, I think, six or seven years old. Like, he's not like he's... Uh, <laughs> a teenager and he gets them to go to his previous home as soon as the door opens he recognizes his wife calls her by name he names all the children he knows everybody and then he identifies how he was unalived in his previous life when he was married to this wife and all the children mm -hmm. shows the police where the weapon was that he was unalive with and indeed points out the man who had never been caught for unaliving him. So you see where I'm going with that? Like that, I think for yeah, a reason, we may not always know the reason, but like that someone comes in with a birthmark <laughs> in the shape, and it's happened many times, not yeah, always with the story, but. Mm -hmm. Even there's another story like that too, is that that little girl, if you can, you can look at, you can read it or look it up on YouTube, you'll find it real quick. The little girl who kept telling her parents that she was Anne Frank and she had, she was so young, she never knew when they find that it got so out of hand with that little girl. She was like very young. We're talking like about five or six. Yeah. She didn't know she hadn't learned anything about Anne Frank, but she kept telling her mom, they took her to where Anne Frank lived that the country and that little girl led them directly to Anne Frank's house mm -hmm. and upstairs. And Didn't she find something out. hidden in the wall or something? Yeah. That oh, she had a notebook or something she knew about. There's a painting she knew that was son of her. There's also the little boy who was murdered by the hatchet. And he found that he went as a little boy. He told everybody he was killed with the hatchet. And he actually took them there and dug it up. And it was like eight feet underground was that hatchet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Things come with us. Uh, memories can come with us too. Like I came in with a few memories that I have. 
Um, well, but I think there's a purpose, right? We may not know what the purpose is. I wanted to read Julie Jean Bassett's comment because she is a medium yeah. and a pet medium and a herbicide pet medium and shamanic practitioner, you guys. So check her out. She's awesome under Julie Jean Bassett. Um, she said, I've had some say the person I was trying to connect with was going through their life review and to try back later. Yeah, but that, yeah, I, I can't disagree. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And if they are, the ones I do find sometimes, now maybe this is just my perception, so it's become my belief. But people that we have to be careful because we're on YouTube and they hate these words. That's why I'm saying them the way I am. But somebody that has been unalive by their own hand, that they're not, not, it's not the rule. There's exceptions to every rule. But sometimes if I am going to have a hard time reaching somebody on the other side, it may be with a situation like this, depending on what they experienced in this lifetime and how much pain they were in. So sometimes I find they need some time to heal and um, if you will, life review, but a lot of healing and un unraveling this human life, if you will, before they're, they're able to. It doesn't happen all the time, but I have had it no, happen. And, and I have to say that just by personal experience, like my best friend um, who unalived himself, um, he, he literally, for, it was years before all of a sudden, oh, there you are. You know, and but he had told me he had already he had always been there, but it wasn't him. It was me because mm -hmm. I had to process everything. So it's kind of like I didn't come through because you needed time to process. So it's it's I guess who really knows? I always I mean, see we're not going to know all the answers. So we go yeah, back. we just don't know. We can we can. I mean, I will say this, you guys who are listening tonight, as long as you are thinking. As long as you are exploring theories, as long as you are keeping an open mind, as long as you are, you know, not going into any negative space, what you're doing is you're waking up and remembering who you are. The more that the more that makes sense to you, the more you're remembering who you are. Yes. So I uh, we got Tylee, Tylee, sorry, I saw Tylee Schwab. Welcome. So, so Contessa says many years ago, I was on the Toronto streetcar and I was about to step off, step off at my stop and a car sped up in front of me. And as I was about to step out, I felt a light, a hand grab me as I was about to step out. I, um, sorry, the hand grabbed the back of my jacket and he pulled me back in. I don't know how that man came up behind so quick. I do believe there are earth angels and mm -hmm. they sometimes pop in and pop. There's, there's so many mysteries in this world. I'll finish this though. You said, uh, don't know how that man came up behind so quick as I was the only one getting off on that stop. I've always felt that at that moment, I would have been a goner if not for that earth angel. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's a beautiful story. I, I also agree. Um, I, we can call them whatever we want to, but um, I do know this. Well, this is what I've been told by angels and I've been talking to them as, as a child. And so I never made this up. I didn't have anything to make it up. I knew it as a child. They don't take on an actual incarnation here, like for an entire life. Um, although they can pop in at any time for short periods of time. And they do do that. So I think things like that are absolutely true. They are, they are angel means the messenger of God. So they are like second to source. So if something's going to come into this to help you with something, they're going to be able to come into that body 
um, for your experience, whether everybody else can see them or not, they're going to damn well make sure that you can see them. I've had it happen to me when I was questioning that and, and met them. I mean, it wasn't in any traumatic situation too. It was really quite lovely. Um, so I do believe in uh, what Laura Lee were what we would call earth angels, that they do temporarily come here to have divine intervention for whatever <laughs> to divinely intervene. Now, Nicole Thomas Ryan says, Case and never stop asking questions. And that's true. Cause I can tell you guys, I don't believe even close to what I did say five or 10 years ago. It's just that the more people I meet, the more experiences I have, the more research I do, and I go by what resonates, I think we grow and evolve is what we do. And if you're open to it and you're open-minded about it, that you, just as I've been, I said at the beginning of this, you guys could be doing all of these things too, should you want to in any way. It doesn't have to be psychic mediumship. It could be anything maybe you've always wanted to do, but it's usually fear that stops us from doing it. And then uh, the ego steps in and tells us, no, you can't. And it talks us out of it. But if you really want to be able to accomplish something and do it, you could have that experience. We are that powerful yeah. as creators. We are part of source. source you know, a wise a wise man asks questions. The fool stays silent. Oh, I like that. Or whether yeah. you say you can or you can't, you're going to be it's successful. No, that's, that's Amway, but that's a true one. <laughs> that's not that Henry Ford, actually. That they well, yeah, Amway Ford. stole it. But yeah, whether you think you whether you think you can or you that can't. That came from right. Henry Ford, the designer yeah. of the first vehicle. Yes. And it's so, very true. Yes, it is. Um, so Kathy Hanley Little said, take the positive out of the bad situation. And we have a choice to do that. Mm -hmm. I was saying to my partner, God, I brought him up enough tonight, but uh, I forgot what was going on. And I said, well, that's sad fishing. And he goes, sad fishing? What's sad fishing? And I wasn't saying it to be judgmental, but we know who these people are, and I'm not saying it to judge, but they're the people that everything is gloom and doom, and it's sad, and everything's awful, and their life is horrible, and they, I, they'll post their whole life on social media right down to I went to the bathroom and tell everybody what was in the bathroom. My heart always comes out to people that do, because we're fishing, they're fishing for energy, right? Like, feel sorry for me, feel bad for me, do whatever, right? So the reason I say that is... We all have the choice. It's what do we do with it? After we have some time, especially if we've gone through something difficult or really bad, and we start to heal, we can choose to take the positive and the lesson out of it, or we can choose to mire and stay in that energy, that victim energy, if you will, the sad fishing. That's not true. My, um, I have my little brother. He's. I've just pulled into the driveway at their house, and he'll come up. You know what happened to me? He'll go on with this whole thing about how his whole life is destroyed because of a neighbor. And usually, my response is always, "Oh, I'm sorry that happened." And then they'll always go to me, "Oh, you sound condescending." Well, no. What do you want me to say? I am sorry that you that that happened to you. I really am. I wish it didn't happen to you, but you know what? I'm here. I'm sorry for you. I will heart any post of somebody who does that. Just because I know maybe they're doing that because they just need a hug. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I say I'm not saying it with judgment, but there are oh, people I mean, yeah. who choose to stay in that victim 
mode, if you will. But you know what? Another thing I always say, it is so easy for all of us on the outside looking in to see exactly what the issue is. But even as ourselves, when we've got that mirror held up to our own face, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of honesty to step back and see what the, the issue is. A lot of people can't see it, right? Most of us can't. We can't see what the issue is, whereas others who aren't emotionally involved in it can can see what it is. But there are those people. There's a reason why I think we have this saying of um, how do you look at the glass half full or half empty? And the half empty ones that ever, you know, everything is awful. And right. Then we get back to what you perceive becomes what you believe and it becomes your reality. So if you believe life is awful, you believe that there's nothing but negativity. There's whatever it is, you're going to get that experience, I think. I don't know. Yeah. What you're I, I am. And you know, I was just thinking here, just because I know we don't have tons of time left, but I was just thinking just for fun. I'm like, wow, like um, a thousand because of what we do and we're on the Internet and all this, this never goes away. <laughs> this is always the Internet's forever. I mean, no matter what happens, it's all forever. Five thousand, ten thousand years from now, somebody's going to come across this program. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Listen how stupid they used to sound. <laughs> Boy, but but that was more time and experience, kind of like what I just said a few minutes ago, right? Do I believe what I believe five or ten years ago? No. No. I am open-minded. Like, I'm not naive, but I am open-minded. And I will say, and I have said many times, just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And to me, I believe that the truth will always reveal itself. I do. So if something's questionable, I'll stick it on my proverbial back shelf. And maybe it's because I believe it. It usually, with time, sometimes quickly, sometimes not so quickly, the truth will reveal itself. <laughs> I like I like this, but I gotta, I'm going to quibble with you on this one. Okay. Casey oh, Lee says, yes. Okay. okay. The, he says, yes, the newborn has no personality or sense of self. It's just one with everything. Later, the kid gains the mixture of experiences that creates a sense of itself, as far as I know. Close. Well, yeah, however you're going to see it or believe it. Um, the reason the reason we are who we are is because we be had a sense of self at some point in eternity. Yeah, That's why we, who we are. We had sense of self. Um, as far as the personality goes, I do believe that you are born with part of your personality. You do Absolutely, bring Absolutely, 100%. I can tell you that. 100%. Yeah. The, reason, the reason, Case, and I'm going to hand it back over to how women know this is because women, when they have a child, they knew the day after that that child was born what the personality was. They already picked I'll up I'll do on you it. one better, okay? I I have, inf I have infertility issues and I went through all kinds of infertility treatments to have my first son. Uh -huh. And I can tell you, I went for ultrasounds. He was almost, he was almost twins and this was not psychosomatic. I knew a day and a half later I was pregnant. I was driving down the highway. I was a community visiting nurse girl I used to go to high school with. She had gone into nursing later in life. She was my student. I had to pull over because I thought it was going to be L. I knew immediately I was pregnant. I went for a blood test at 25 days and it was still too soon to, to tell. 
knew. And that kid's personality, I can tell you, came through from the beginning that child moved and kept me awake and he's almost 30 years old. And the biggest shock I think as a parent being a mother, right? And we, I think that's why mothers are so close with their children because yeah. we carry them from the moment they're conceived until the day they're born, obviously. Yeah. And I can tell you the biggest shock most mothers I've talked to, including myself is the first thing we think when we've had one child is, Oh my God, how am I ever going to love another child the way I love my child I have now? The other thing we realize is we expect that second child to be so similar to the first. And that can tell you from the minute they are born, their personality is there. And now yeah. it's not evolved and it's not what it's going to be with their grown. But I can tell you that a newborn does not come out as a blob with no personality. I hear what you're saying, though, Case. And, from a, and if, a, if I can clear, if I can real quickly. So like what Laura Lee said, that's, absolutely true for my observations throughout my life it's just how it goes now we may not come in we we come in and we do have a personality but then you said something about the experiences creates the self it's not the experiences as much that creates who we are it's the belief systems that we believe in our belief systems are what guides us to do the things we do um that's why if if your belief system tells you this Pretty much all your and you believe it. Pretty much all your actions are going to be structured around that belief system. But it That's doesn't like, change your personality. The one yeah, thing I but do it doesn't change add, your personality. Yeah. Go one ahead. thing I do want to add when I said when you get pregnant with a second child and you think, oh my god, how am I ever going to love this child the way I loved the first one? And this came from spirit years ago. I know it did. It's not that you ever have to worry that you don't have enough love or you're never going to love another. It's like love just there's always there's always enough love it just grows and it multiplies but i can tell you right now that it, when you get a newborn are they going to be identical to an adult no but you you definitely see personality yeah. traits with your but but case and you are correct your experiences and everything are going to change you at some point but i think we all have an underlying personality absolutely um, yeah, I think we do because even when like my past lives that I know of, I mean, I'm sure there's billions of them, but the couple I know of, I have this same underlying personality, although I'm kind of a different person than I was before my trauma happened. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really hard to say. I don't get answers on everything, nor do I claim to know everything, but I do know, and I agree with Laura Lee from our perspective we do have personality when we come in here and we did start out as something. It just changed. It might just change. I, de I definitely believe. Yeah. We, and we can grow and evolve. And then it's what we choose to do with the experiences that we have as we start mm -hmm. to grow and mature. But yeah, under, yeah. and the other thing too is, and I'm sure people have heard this. We meet lots of people with big hearts that meet somebody that maybe is having a difficult life or a difficult path and we hope to be able to change them. The only person that can change someone has to come from within yep. and that includes personality. So maybe, maybe you don't like who you are. You don't have to fake who you are, but there are areas where you can improve and grow and develop. And that's why, and that's why sometimes we put ourselves in those situations maybe unintentionally, but maybe, um, 
in our soul. We put our ways and in, in situations to get past to learn this these things about ourselves. Maybe I kind of messed that up a little okay, bit. This is fake. I, lo I love that. Okay, this was a good question. We got so many good comments here tonight, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, Facebook user, not sure who it is, uh, but when pursuing something, a job, a relationship, etc., how can we tell when it's not meant for us versus should uh, versus should we keep trying? Well, those are all different aspects. First of yeah. all, so my thing would be is. If you really want to pursue something and you keep pursuing it and keep pursuing it and keep pursuing it, say with a job and the doorway keeps getting closed, maybe it's time to stop, step back and breathe and reevaluate the situation. And I truly believe that the best guide that you can utilize, except when it comes to relationships, is does this bring me joy? Now, I'm not saying that we can't use that as a guide, but where I'm seeing this as a problem, pursuing a relationship, a romantic relationship, for example, just remember it takes two people for a relationship, yep. but the other part is romantically, again, I guess I'm still going to go back to, does it bring you joy? If you're constantly with someone and you're always arguing and fighting and miserable, it's kind of like banging your head against a brick wall and keep banging it and banging it and banging it, hoping that eventually you're going to break through the wall when all it does is give you a concussion and a bump on the head. So you have to look at that. And the mm. same thing, if, if the doors keep getting shut and you're miserable, I really believe it's time to stop and take a breath and reevaluate things. Exactly. Maybe you're not yeah. meant to be in that path. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, no, you're correct. Um, also, for, it depends on the situation, like she said. Um, um, sometimes when you we, we want something, like say a career or say, okay, I'm going to use my house as an example. It's a stupid example, but it's to make it real easy. In my thoughts, in my brain, in my dream, I really wanted a house one day and I really wanted this certain kind of house. While I searched and searched and found something that was very close to what I wanted. And then I didn't get it. And I thought, what? I'm like, well, I was doing everything. Well, what I did was instead of searching for another one, I just said, I'm just going to keep looking, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to look for the outcome. And I think that's the whole thing. You can know what you want, but don't, don't decide how you're going to get there all the time. If you follow like what Laura Lee says, if you have a vision or something you want in the future, and then after that, you just follow your joy, your joy is going to take you there. Because if that brought you joy, whatever joy you follow is going to bring you to that main joy eventually. And I agree too. And if you're in like a relationship that is constantly bad, 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 it's probably telling you it's time to leave it. And go on. To you know the what next I keep thinking of though is, and again, it's a crazy example, but we've all seen people that yes, on American, American Idol, and they're constantly going, "I'm going to be a professional singer, and I'm going to be the best at it, and I'm going to this, and I'm amazing, and I'm incredible." Yes, in your own right, you are, but and maybe in your own mind, you're incredible and amazing, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get a a. $20 million record deal. And I commend the person for having the courage to put themselves out there. But again, I think it's hard to be, have that honesty to, to step in front of the mirror, 
have that honesty and courage and step back and look at, we only got like three minutes. So we got to go quick care okay. and, and be honest um, with ourselves. Okay. And I think that to me, joy is the best yardstick we can measure it against. Yeah. I'm going to answer Kaysen's real quick. So I can do it in 30 seconds with my answer. Um, Dave, sorry. Do you think a newborn can perceive itself from say a bird on the window of its room? Um, it has no need to yeah, it, it will. But listen, on the other side, talking to somebody from a near-death experience, I never thought about, is there a difference between me, the bird, the dog, and the animal? Agreed. I didn't see the difference. We were all connected. Plus, a, a newborn is that it has no need to. Yeah, it has no need to. Exactly. Okay. The great questions tonight, guys. If you've enjoyed this conversation, we just love all of you for being here. Please stay tuned. It's the second night of the Outer Realm with the amazing Michelle DeRoger and Amelia Pisano. They're coming up right next. Dave, want to tell them how to get a hold of you? If you'd like to follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you can look up at, at Medium David Hansel. Remember, I have imposters on there, so make sure it's got like a whole lot of like 95,000 followers or something. Um, um, you can also... Join me on um, YouTube, The Spirit Experience, on my Facebook group, also called The Spirit Experience. Also, anybody watching, when we get 200 people on our I thing, forgot, at the I was just thinking of that. Awesome. Yeah, on the, on the, we also have Laura Lee put together on, she's the one who did all the graphics. She did such a good job. Um, yes, we have so the thing at the foot of the bed with Laura Lee Potvin and David Hansel. Please join that. We share the videos and we, you can put in discussions there. If you want us to talk about something, yeah. um, also when we get 200 people, Laura Lee and I will do a few lives in there and pull some cards for you guys all free, just for fun. <laughs> um, you can ask any questions. Um, I know if JK is still here, he had a picture. He was showing people on Facebook of uh ghost. He thought he caught. So put that on oh, there. Wow. Yeah, you guys, you like you guys. best comments. Thank you. Oh, so last, last thing. They whisper to me.com is my website. If you'd like to know more about me. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Love y'all. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to join me on Monday, 6 to 8 PM Eastern standard time with the angel rock. We've got Howie Odell joining me. He's working. So we're going to work around his work. So we're going to have lots of fun that day. You ever want to get a hold of me and get a hold of me on facebook.com uh, forward slash the angel rock. Cause you can book readings that way. I do energy healing. I do teaching and mentoring or best other way. Just get a hold of me on social media. I'm on every single social media platform either under laura lee potvin or better yet the angel rock you can get a hold of me not a problem just message me fastest quickest way is on messenger it really really is and um two groups i think if i didn't say it or i apologize if i'm repeating it but i have two groups on facebook paranormal university for all things paranormal angel rocker tribe for all things spiritual you guys are all asking all these great questions comments the conversation can continue over on our group we'll save our videos for next week we love you all happy leap day and we will see you same time same space next week right dave that's right stay spooky you guys stay spooky. okay ready yep one two three What's, What's at the foot of your bed? Did we do it? Oh, we almost did it. We we're, I think that was a real close one. You'll have to let us know if we did it all at the same time, you guys. You know, quickly, if we great, do it, great questions, great questions, Kasun. Keep them coming, those are awesome questions. Yep, throw them in the group if you want because everybody can throw their two cents worth. Okay, yeah. you guys, we love y'all. Stay tuned for the outer realm. We'll see you next week. Okay, same time, same space. Have a good one.